give Jesus a clap offering for this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful choir. The best choir in Lagos, at least as at now. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hallelujah. God bless you all. Amen. I don't know if there are, or there is anyone here, I doubt it though, who is here as a result of the Facebook and social media invitation I sent out. A friend of mine spoke to me during the week and said, Ah, were you fighting us? You were looking too serious. Your face was too strong. So I said to him, you don't understand. It's the seriousness of the matter. It's the seriousness of the matter. If you have been here all of these weeks, you will understand why. Amen. Hallelujah. And very graciously this morning, our guest, Apostle Ayo Akinbade, has agreed to be with us for the second service. seriousness of the matter. Yes. Amen. Without much ado, please join me in welcoming to the podium Apostle Ayo Akimbali. Hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. This is the day the Lord has made. The devil did not make today. And so Sheikh Fapi will tell them good morning, good to see you in church today. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. You had your shower, you put on your best clothes, your best shoe, you apply your roll on, the roll down, the roll in between, and then your perfume and perform. You get to church, nobody cares how you look. Make sure you make somebody happy this morning. Go around, tell them, hey, you're looking great, you're looking glorious, you're looking beautiful, you're looking handsome. The glory of God is on you. The, the glory of the Lord is on you. Hallelujah to Jesus. Father, we thank you because you never change. You're the giver of life, so we thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for eternal life. Thank you for the precious gift of Jesus on the cross of Calvary. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of today. Thank you for the blessings of heaven. All you that answer prayers unto your flesh shall come. Your people have left their homes to come and be in your presence. Therefore, do your children good today. Put a smile on everyone's faces. Wipe away secret tears. Replace them with tears of joy. Let Jesus alone be glorified. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Shout a louder Amen. You may be seated. God bless you. Thank you guys. Praise God. Amen. Why are you clapping for Jesus? Do it very well. Now praise God. Amen. Glory to God. Whoever put on this fan should come and put it off. <laughs> or turn it to yourself alone. That's better now. <laughs> eh? You love that. Who said that? Who? Oh, why didn't you talk since? Don't suffer in silence. Talk, talk. <laughs> Praise God. Welcome to the house of your father. Praise the Lord. Has God been good to you throughout the week? Shout a big hallelujah. Have you been using your rod? Okay, only this side have been using their rods. Some have forgotten their rod. Have you been using your rod? Yes, sir. Let me hear you use your rod one more time. 
It's not how long you prolong, how, how you prolong it, but how effective you apply it. Glory to Jesus. A son might give me trouble. Let me hear myself too. Because at times, God is also talking to me too from the pulpit. Amen. Today, all over the world, is celebrated as the Palm Sunday. That marked the journey to our salvation. That gave back to Easter, which is next week weekend or next weekend or you know friday saturday sunday without easter there will never be christianity without easter we are not different from buddha without easter we are not different from abrushim Hare krishna is easter that makes the difference when god came down in the likeness of man to show forth his love took our place and died for our sins not only that he died, also rose again to give us a new life. So the life we're living today, enjoying today, came as a sacrifice on the cross about 2,000 years ago. That's why the world is celebrating it today. Unfortunately, the only festival or event the Bible mentioned to celebrate happened to be Easter. There's no Christmas in the Bible. He said, he has come again. Not be me right the Bible. Don't look at me like that. When you are watching football, I was reading my Bible. Amen. <laughs> That's why they defeated Arsenal. Because people are no longer reading Bible. So God's okay. I will make Arsenal to be losing matches. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you want Arsenal to win, start reading your Bible. So that, <laughs> so that grace can come back to them again. Okay. Praise God. That which God planned about 4,000 years ago is now being celebrated this weekend. The plan of salvation did not start the day Jesus was born. The plan of salvation started from Genesis chapter 3. The God that went on vacation after making man in his own image, put him in charge of the garden, gave him strict instructions, discipline, grace, favor, divine help. Okay, now I said don't touch that tree and then went to rest only to wake up and discover that the tree he said he should not touch has been touched. And when God, in usual way of having communion and fellowship with his creature, that's the reason why he created us. He created us for his pleasure. Alright, you should know the, the reason why we are created. That's why the best gift you can give God is your time to worship him. Just lock yourself up and be singing and be dancing. Play with him. Hello? Are you hearing me at all? I hope I'll be able to preach all the message today. Play with your father. Stop harassing with a bind, a bind, a bind every morning. At the end of the day, you are the one that is bound. Know when he's happy and make him happy. Three days ago, I was in his presence just playing with him. Jumping up, saying, let me hug you. You see, you do that? Yeah, he's real. One of the men I love so much is Jason Duplantis. He was going to preach one day and then he felt the Lord not happy. And he said, Lord, I'm not going to preach until you are happy. That's having fellowship with him. That's the meaning of prayer. Prayer is not just only kneeling and binding Satan. We were created for his pleasure. Before sin came, he created us to have fellowship with us. And that's one thing angels envy. He doesn't fellowship with them. <laughs> what is man that thou art mindful of him? Not the son of man you should what? Be visiting him. You make him a little lower than Elohim. It is understatement to say you make him a little lower than the angels. No original scripture, original word said Elohim. So the disparity, the difference between you and Almighty God is very thin like a thread. That's why it says he is in heaven, so are you here on this earth. Each time he looks at you, doesn't see you, he sees himself in you. So he came down to worship with man, to fellowship with man. The best gift you can ever give him is suspend whatever you're doing and just have fellowship with him. So in his usual way of fellowship with Adam, Adam went into hiding and it's still happening to today. The moment you commit sin, you don't feel good coming to church. 
That's why there's a sin. We keep you from praying or praying. We keep you from sinning. You commit sin. If one hour you go and you try to pray. Heavenly. No, it's not heavenly. Oh, Lord, I'm sorry again. <laughs> He's a holy God. Anyone that commits sin and says enjoy prayer life is never born again. Oh, no, no, no. No two way about it. Just straight. So, I heard your footsteps in the normal time of fellowship and I hid myself. I said, what are you talking about? Why are you hiding? Have you eaten the fruit as if you not touched? Uh, not me. The woman you gave me. Putting blame. Pointing one finger out the remaining four fingers to him. He forgot. The woman you gave me. You know the reason why the punishment of Adam was that much? Do you know? He didn't thank God for his wife. Don't make me preach on marriage now. Don't, don't go there. Because some of you want to do wedding again tomorrow. <laughs> Adam never thanked God for his wife. Instead he was blaming God for giving him a wife. And each time you complain, you add curse, torture, evil, till tomorrow. These people, stiff-necked, have hurt me these ten times. He's forgiving you, but he's counting it. These ten times, therefore, I am not going with them. Rabbi Moses, I dash you. They are your children, they are your people. So it will now be said, God of Moses, no more God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Thank God for Moses, who is an intercessor. He said, no, 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 don't bring that up at all. Make sure you don't even go there. You want all these other nations to be saying you are not able to bring them to the problem, that's why you kill them? No, forgive them all. You just have to forgive them all. He said, okay, Moses, I like you. Okay, all right, because of that, I'll forgive them one more time. But he's counting it. Praise God. Talk to me now, praise God. Hallelujah. We're tracing the journey to Easter here. And then, Adam said, the woman you gave me. If Adam had said, Lord, I thank you for my wife. I thank you so much for this help me. You know, don't, 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 don't be too harsh on her. She doesn't know anything. Actually, it was me you talked to not to touch the fruit, not to have it. Just have mercy. Maybe the punishment will have been reduced. Thank you, sir. Interceding for her. Hey, the woman you gave me. So don't, don't kill her. It means kill her and leave me alone. <laughs> and God said, okay, no problem. Hello, lady. What happened? Ah, if you didn't allow the serpent to be there, it won't be here. <laughs> okay, what happened? What happened? And there's nobody to talk to. Just do whatever you want to say. <laughs> Upon your belly you shall what? Crawl. Which means snakes were walking like this before. Anywhere you see a snake raise his ugly head is not created by God. It's a demon. Tell him to go flat on his belly. This is my field. Just a bonus for you. A snake walking like this is rebellious. It's not natural. Upon your belly thou shalt crawl. Which means they were walking like this before. And it's an everlasting cause. And dust you shall eat. Okay? That's for another day. These are all scriptures, alright? I'm not scaring you now. And he now turned to the woman. In pain, in sorrow, you give birth. He turned to the man. In sorrow, you eat. He said, now, what are we going to do? He said, the seed of the woman shall bruise the head of the serpent. That was the day the plan for salvation was effected. And from that day, the devil has been looking for this seed of the woman to bruise my head. He thought that seed was in Cain. I mean, sorry, Abel. He used Cain to kill Abel. Because God loved Abel. He thought that seed, I have to cut it short so that we can do what we have to do today and then continue the second service. So don't go home. Easter has started. Because if you go home, I won't come back here again. <laughs> Praise God. 
He thought the seed of the woman was going to be Noah. He turned into be a drunkard. Because there's no way a drunkard will save me. Otherwise, how will he save other drunkards? He thought the seed of the woman was going to be Moses. He messed him up with anger. Oh Lord, you know, they are crying, they need water. The first time you hit the rock, the second time, please speak to the rock. These stiff-necked people, like <laughs> you didn't sanctify me. That's the promised land you won't enter. And Moses is a very good lawyer. He's trying to play this case. He says, Stop there. Speak to me no more about this matter. And he never entered. He thought the seed of the woman was going to be who again? A Samson. He messed him up with women. Delilah, especially. He thought the seed of the woman was going to be David. You know the story? He fixed him up. He thought it was going to be Solomon. 300 full time, 700 part time. <laughs> but now you should know where I'm going. He thought the seed of the woman, I know you're going to wait. Ah, there's nothing with Elijah now. He thought the seed of the woman was going to be Elijah. He messed him up. With lies and cowardness. Everybody talk how great Elijah was. Nobody talk about his weakness. That's why Jesus said nobody is good. Except God. Is this the way they look at you when you appreciate them? <laughs> Am I okay here? Especially you. <laughs> Praise God. Stop distracting me. <laughs> Don't come here again. No. Amen. Madam, sit, sit, sit. Uh huh. He thought the seed of the woman was Elijah. Messed him up. Elijah was boasting, oh, what a wonderful ministry, blah, 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 blah. Like killed 400 false prophets yesterday, blah, blah, blah. The news got to Jezebel. Jezebel said, May God remove my head tomorrow if I don't cut off your own neck too. The man of God had a body. What did he do? He ran for his life. Cowardness. The Messiah can never be a coward. And then where he was hiding, what doest thou here, Elijah? He said, I'm jealous. He didn't confess the truth. I ran from Jezebel. That's a lie. <laughs> he thought the seed of the woman was going to be Elisha. I messed him up with sickness. There's no way my Messiah would be a sick person. He healed other people, couldn't heal himself. He died of his sickness. To the extent they have to bury, I mean, they have to put somebody in his burial ground and the person jump up. So if they are not, he can raise somebody else. So why can't he also, I mean, apply it? Praise God. He thought the seed of the woman was going to be Isaiah. There are so many, but I'm just cutting it. Isaiah said, Woe is unto me, for I'm undone, a man of unclean lips, dwelling in the midst of unclean people. But I have good news for you, Isaiah said, Unto us a son is born. Unto us a son is given. The government shall be on his shoulder. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Amen. And finally, when he himself now came, he now said, the Prince of this world came to this world and found nothing. <laughs> if you are clapping for Jesus, clap very well. Now, praise God. It means every other person, he found something with them. That confirms the scripture that says, All have seen and fall short of the glory of God. Behold the Lamb of God, spotless, that has come to what? Take away the sins of the whole world. There, he qualified to be the Messiah. No sin, no fault, no guile in his mouth. Praise God. Now to effect that plan of salvation that was given in Genesis chapter 3 we now have Palm Sunday to take him to where it has to happen. And then Easter now took place. And then all of us were born on our way to heaven. So today is very very important. So since it is Palm Sunday why don't we look in the scriptures and see how we can you know, relate with it in our personal lives, how whatever happened on that Palm Sunday can be made manifest in my personal life. Are we ready? Can we go there? Okay, let's start from Zechariah chapter 9. Where the prophecy was given about Palm Sunday. Zechariah chapter 9 from verse 9. 
I'm only giving introduction and uh, 23 minutes is gone already. Wow. Are you sure these wristwatches are working? <laughs> Zechariah chapter 9 from verse 9. Lord, anoint your word as we go into your word. The entrance of your word bring light. Grant us understanding. Make it simple and applicable. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Zechariah chapter 9 from verse 9. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Why? Because your king cometh unto thee. He is just and having salvation. Lowly, riding upon an ass. That word ass also means donkey or a cord. And upon a cord, the fall of an ass. And we cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem. And the battle bow shall be cut off. He shall speak peace unto the heathen. The heathen are unbelievers. Idol worshippers. He shall speak peace unto them. Stop condemning them. This is not a time of condemnation or of judgment. This is a season of grace and peace. He shall speak peace unto the heathen. His dominion shall be from sea even to sea, from the river even to the ends of the earth. As for thee also, included in the package, by the blood of the covenant. We're going to be doing that this weekend. Don't miss it for anything. The, the, the night vigil. We're going to see the power of the blood flowing. And people will learn how to testify in Jesus' name. As for thee also by the blood of thy covenant, I have sent forth thy prisoners out of the pit wherein there is no water. The devil is the one that put people in bondage and does not give them any, any drop of comfort or water at all. He puts sickness on people and makes sure it is an incurable sickness. Turn you therefore to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Even today do I declare that I will render double unto you. For every one thing the devil took in your life and family, God will give you double blessing. Amen. That amen is not born again. Shout a better amen. amen. Let me hear you shout double. Amen. That's Zechariah chapter 9. Now come with me to Luke chapter 19. Luke 19 from verse 28. Luke's gospel chapter 19 from verse 28. And when he had thus spoken, he went before ascending up to Jerusalem. And it came to pass when it was come nigh to Bethage and Bethany, at the mount called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go ye to the village over against you, in the which at your entering you shall find a cart, an ass, or a donkey. It's the same thing, tied. Whereon yet never man sat. Lose him and bring him here. If any man ask you, Why do you lose him? Thus shall you say unto him, Because the Lord hath need of him. And they that were sent went their way and found even as he had said unto them. And as they were losing the court, the owners therefore said unto them, Why lose ye the court? They said, The Lord had need of him. And they brought him to Jesus. I will explain all that in the second service. And they cast their garments upon the court or the donkey. They set Jesus thereon. And as he went, they spread their clothes in the way. And when he was come nigh, even now at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for the almighty, for the mighty works that they had seen him doing, saying, Blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees, they're so far they can't see anymore. From among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke the disciples. And Jesus answered and said unto them, I tell you that if this should hold their peace, the stones will immediately cry out. I pray for somebody here. God will not use stones to replace you. Amen. Don't give me Antony, amen. Give me heavenly amen in the name amen. of Jesus. God will not abandon you and be raising stones to be praising him in the name of Jesus. We read the two places right now, Zechariah chapter 9 and Luke chapter 19. They are saying the same thing. Zechariah, Zechariah gave the prophecy The fulfillment came in Luke 19 About Palm Sunday He said rejoice greatly O Zion Shout for joy O Jerusalem That's the place Not Nazareth Not Galilee Not, not uh, Nigeria Not Afghanistan Jerusalem Why should we shout for joy and rejoice Because your king is coming unto you 
How is he coming? Riding on a donkey. What is he bringing? It's just what is he bringing? Salvation. What is he going to be speaking? Peace. Everything was specified. Job description. Whoever God calls always give a specification of what to do. It is those who are not sure of their calling that they are doing everything. Somebody came to me some years back, 1988. It's a man of God. I said, yes, praise God. I've come for your blessing, your counsel. God has called me to the ministry. I said, praise God. We need more people to be called. I said, by the way, what did God ask you to do? He said, God told me to preach the whole Bible. I said, go back and tell God you cannot preach the whole Bible. <laughs> you are too small to preach the whole Bible. Everyone has his own ministry assignment message. Pastor Deboe, you don't need to struggle. Holiness. Amen? Talk to me, amen? Kumuyi, holiness. Oedeko, faith, prosperity. Person in the crusade, Jesus saves. The person in the you see in church is different from the one you see on the crusade field. The one in church is very gentle. The one on the crusade field is a real person. Praise God. He was once in a crusade in Uganda, and then he announced, when you are coming tomorrow, bring deaf people that was the time I used to do that in crusades too today is only for deaf people and every deaf person's ears get open we're going to see something like that this weekend in Jesus name I don't like that amen shout a better amen. amen that is if you will invite them you don't say amen I say okay where are the deaf <laughs> who are you bringing okay so one woman thought Benson in the house I said bring dead people so the husband that just died was buried. The woman went to exhume the body. About four days dead. And brought the dead body to the crusade ground. And the wife of uh, Papa Idawusa saw the dead person and said, What is this? The mama said, You say we should bring dead people. So this is one. So Mama Idawusa said, No, we say deaf people. The woman said, No, I had dead. <laughs> You better be sure that God called you. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Otherwise, people will stone you <laughs> to death. Because everything you say, after claiming that God called you, they will take it very serious. He says, stand like this, they will stand like this. The man of God said, God said, you stand like this. <laughs> That's why religion is a powerful force. The woman said, I had dead. Mama, the said, no, deafful. If, if people, the woman said, "No, I had dead people." So dead, you know. So the argument was distracting Benson in the hosa on the on the platform as he was preaching. Dead, the devil, devil, dead, the dead, the devil, devil, dead. I know every preacher that is here will be want to be sensitive to God. That's why it's as time we shout on you. Don't go up and it's not because we hate you. We're trying to remain focused on what the Lord will be saying. So he was being distracted. He tried to ignore them, but he couldn't say, What is it? And the wife said, You said they should bring deaf people. He said, Yes. He said, This woman brought dead person. So he was, I said, Mama, deaf people. Mama said, uh -uh, I had dead people. Then suddenly something came on person in the house. I said, Both the dead and the deaf, bring them. And then he shouted, in the name of Jesus. And the dead man jumped up. Yeah. The wife is still alive. Go and ask her if I'm lying. That crusade, Idiami had positioned military men to arrest Idaosa if he preached anything against him. But when they saw the dead man jump up, they all knelt down with their God. Say, please, we want to receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. If they see signs, they will believe. Come and shout a big hallelujah. Shout it better, hallelujah. hallelujah. As an evangelist, he has his own assignment. Everybody, you can't be preaching the whole Bible. You must have a message. Can I hear it till he died? Mark 11 was the message. Faith, if thou shalt say to this mountain. And he said he has preached it over 250 times. And each time he preached on it, he's only seeing something new. The word of God is new every morning. Shout it big, Hallelujah. Let's make it fast. Oh my God, time is flying. Praise God. So we, we have the prophecy given in Zechariah. And we see the fulfillment in Luke 19. It's the same thing. 
Rejoice greatly, Zion. Shout for joy, Jerusalem. Your king is coming unto you. How is he coming? Riding on a donkey. How is he looking? Just, which means holy. What does he bring with him? Salvation. What shall he be speaking? Peace. That's why when he rose from the dead, the disciples that ran away and left him, especially Peter that denied him, what was the first thing that Jesus said when he met his disciples when he rose from the dead? What did he say? Peace be unto you. If the master is wishing them peace, why are you giving them judgment? That's why they don't want to follow you to Jesus. My first message was in the Molue. And it was a powerful message. <laughs> On this line, maybe that's why God told Pastor to invite me. It happened here, in this road here. My house is not far from there, Morocco Road, number three. Why quarters that, uh, why gave my father, as a, man, as a white manager, big house. That's why I got saved, in deeper life. So I was going to church, deeper life, and then I enter bus, I always enter bus at Fadei, I trek from Morocco, you know, to Fadei, bus stop, get bus, you know, get to Oshudi, then change, and I went to Bagada. Okay? And then, the Lord said, get up and preach. Sunday morning, 7 a.m., and the bus was not full. So I stood up. That alone is embarrassing. Then the conductor said, oh, <laughs> So that alone has already shaken my confidence. So I now started shaking. I said, well, I've had you, I've had you. So everybody was suspicious. What is he going to do? Why is he standing? <laughs> you know? Sunday morning. Then I said, Lord, when we get to Onikman, I will preach. We go to Onikman. The Lord said, open your mouth and preach. When we get to Bangroof, <laughs> we preach. You know you are getting closer to Bagada. We go to Bangroof. The Lord said, open your mouth and pray. I said, when we get to Antony, he said, you are disobeying me. You know you are very close to Bagada. Then I said, oh. There's a policeman sitting next to the driver of the mall. So I said, okay, I'll preach. All of you, we go to hell. <laughs> that was my message. La <laughs> Rock do something. All of you will go where? Hell. The driver did like this. The policeman, because of all the bribe he has taken, he was feeling uncomfortable. He also looked at me like this. Now, the message was already shattered because of the way they were looking. And my presentation was very, very wrong. How can you be wishing people hell Sunday morning? And people have this belief that whatever happens Sunday morning is what's going to happen throughout the whole week. You know that kind of a thing. And now as I was shaking, shaking, shaking. And I said, well, I've told you my own. If you like, hear me. If you like, don't hear. See me after the service for counseling. <laughs> I was talking like Kumuyi. <laughs> it was after I said that. I remember that this is not church. This is a boss. <laughs> but when the boss got to where we are going, the first person to run away was me. I didn't wait. I was actually floating. Don't let them see me. Don't let them see me. And the Lord said, ah, with all your gra gra. That was 1984. Bringing judgment. That's why they don't follow you. Condemning people wearing trousers is not the gospel. Condemning people using a ring is not the gospel. Gospel means good news. Somebody wants trousers and say, you are going to hell with your trousers. That's not good news. Should she remove the trousers in the bus? On the road, that's not good news. Something led to whatever she is doing, which is sin. Am I talking to somebody here? And why are you looking at me like that? Come on, are you following me here? Condemning people the way they look is not the good news. Praise God. That's why they're not following you. Therefore, the opposite of good news is bad news. Good news, gospel. Bad news, gospel. So most people are preaching gospel. And that's why they are not having followers. But here you are before somebody, Jesus saved my soul. He had mercy on my sins. I was blind, now I can see. I used to be a sickler, now I'm totally easy. Hey, where did he do that? Come to our church. You see Jesus touching you, changing your life. He said, that's good news. I'm going to follow him. Am I talking to somebody here? Yeah? Why you not get to God's presence and meet Jesus? Jesus will not be the one to tell the person to suspend whatever he's doing to sponsor the cause of sinning. If the trouser has nothing to do with sinning, Jesus will not touch his or her sinning. You know, 
It's you they want to hear. Come on, shout hallelujah here. He shall speak peace. Now, how is he coming? He's riding on a donkey, Palm Sunday. We used to go to Anglican Church, Bishop Howard's Memorial Church, close to National Stadium. And I love the season of Easter. Somebody will sit on a donkey, we get palm leaves. You remember those days? I'll be singing around the whole street. I wish I was the one sitting on that donkey, you know. They never allowed me to sit on it. I would have rather donkey home that day. Praise God. Okay. You know, we all looked forward to it. But the question is this why will the king sit on a donkey? The prophecy said he's coming riding on a donkey. When the fulfillment came, he said, go to the village on the other side. You find a donkey tied. Number one, the donkey is a stupid, foolish animal. Meaning what? You can be as big as an elephant. It doesn't make God to use you. You can be as strong as a lion. It does not make God to ride on you. It chose the foolish things of this world. I told you once I remove my jacket, the devil is in trouble. Praise God. Amen. I made a research. This message did not come to me from any tape, nor from any book, nor from any Bible school. I've not been to any yet. I just finished 14 days open air crusade in Sapele of all the redeemed churches that gave birth to many of the parishes in the 90s. And I was totally exhausted 14 days. I used to do 21 days non-stop. Only me preaching. Screaming, not teaching seminar. Jesus saves and voices enter. And the devil is dealt with to the foundation of his life. And while I rest, I said, Lord, I'm so exhausted, you know. And I took a stroll to the car wash because I don't want success to enter my head. I didn't go there to wash car. I went to play with the car wash boys. They never know who I am. I like to disguise. That's why you can never stop me wearing jeans. And that's the reason why I refuse to be a bishop. They came. They wanted to make me bishop. I said, can this bishop wear jeans? And uh, can I walk the way I like? Because I, I can't see myself walking like this. May the Lord bless you. Amen. Say, wait here for. I slapped your face for you. Was that? Praise God. I come out of church. Bless you. Bless ah, Even this little one, my neck is already paining me. <laughs> when they saw they can't change me, they left me alone. They came almost 10, 12 years ago to make me bishop. Say, at this age, bishop, say, waiting. I beg, beg, carry your bishopry, whatever, go. Okay, so while when the car wash boys, they never know who I am, you know, play with them. Mosuru, how now? Praise God. Hey, ah, hey, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And the Lord said, bring out the Bible. Let me show you something. That's where I got this message. He said, why did I ride on a donkey? I said, well, I'm supposed to be riding on a lion as a lion of the tribe of Judah. That's when I heard that your strong does not make God to ride on you. Then I went to a sacopedia and began to look the characteristics of a donkey. It's a stupid, foolish animal. And I discovered that uh, every donkey is actually stupid. In Uganda, we call him Nusuru Nusuru, Nusuru Suru. Don't tell Uganda man, Nusuru Suru, he will slap you. It means you are stupid and a fool. <laughs> Praise God. I just came back from there, so I see, understand some of the language. I go every year. The donkey is a stupid, foolish animal. Meaning what? For God, for Jesus to ride on you, be a fool. What can be as stupid and foolish? As a man building sheep on the sand. Noah. That's why they didn't believe his ministry. Each time you do something nobody has ever done before. And people are coming against you. Just remember Noah. And take this home and never you forget it. God has never and will never tell you to do what is reasonable. I repeat, God has never... And will never tell you what is reasonable. If you can figure it out, you didn't hear God. My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. I mean, Gio was already celebrating a big redemption camp. Overflow. 
thinking of uh, maybe we start to first service, second service, and the Lord said, my son, arise and build me another sanctuary, three kilometers by three kilometers, when there was no money in the account. That can only be God. Where is the money coming from? From heaven. Therefore, take this also home and never you forget. Whenever God is speaking to you to do something, the last place you should ever think of is your bank account. It is an insult to consult your account officer when God is asking you to do something. Because he doesn't do his own things according to your resources. Am I talking to somebody here? He is doing things according to available resources in where? In heaven. And before he asks you to do it, he has already provided everything. He only needed you to just walk with him. Am I wasting your time? Noah built me a knack and he was running. He said, come back here. Do you know what they're going to be? I didn't ask you to build a canoe. Not a boat. An ark of three dimension. What? Meaning what? First class, business class, economy. It was God that started it. Put all the animals in economy. And if you want to see animals, go to economy class. They match you, they jack you, say, oh, God, you are jacking. I'll slap you, what's that? <laughs> uh, thank you, member. <laughs> Praise God. But for business class, first class, they match you, so I'm, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Thank you very much. Okay, can I help you? It's the same plane, no? The same plane. <laughs> the same plane. Why the other people are slapping the other ones? They are caught. Oh, it's okay. Can I have a jacket? Why can't they have their jacket in economy? If you are saying whatever you like, my people sit down. <laughs> are you following me? Not be me starting. Now God to start them. All the animals, economy. Don't mind me. I flew economy last week. Oh, don't mind me. Praise God. <laughs> I'm not condemning you. Okay. The specification was given by God. Where is Noah's contribution not available? Therefore, I disagree with the man of God that when God called you to use you, he didn't remove your common sense. No, your common sense is not wanted. As Moses was coming down from the mount, he said, see that you build according to the pattern that was shown unto you in the mountain. It means don't add your own. And no wonder, whatever the Lord asked you to build was a replica of what we find in heaven, in Revelations. Noah now felt, okay, let me go and get uh, mahogany wood, obeshim. God said, come back here, make me an ark of gopher wood. Uh -uh, even the choice of wood, he didn't allow him to choose. That is the meaning of man, of God. Your ideas are not wanted. Because he sees what you don't see. God knew the measure of water that was coming. Not a rain, not saliva coming out. And he knew that to save these people, I need a strong wood. And check the result. Till today, the remnant of that ark is in Turkey. Which means when you build according to specification, your work will last many generations. Oh, come on, shout a big hallelujah, my friend. But if you build according to your own plan, it won't last long. If it's ordinary wood, there won't be remnant. God allowed the remnant to be dead here today to let us know that that book in your hand is more than a book called the Bible. Till now, that ark is still in Turkey on the same mount. Guess who discovered them? Discovered it? Atheists. People who do not believe in God. They now discover that we read that story in the Bible. So does it mean that this book is real? It's more than real. So if Noah had used another wood, that sheep or ark may not be dead here today. So whenever God says, do like this, do like that, because he's not seeing now, he's seeing generations to come. Shout on your neighbor, build according to pattern. <laughs> what can be as stupid and as foolish as a man stand before the Red Sea and the only thing God will ever think of is stretch the rod in your hand? In working with God, your degree is not wanted. So all the people that say, God has called me, let me go to university to learn. You just disqualified yourself. The energy you will use to study in the university to please God. Use it to study in your bedroom. Lock yourself up. Have a relationship with him and follow him step by step by step. All the way to victory in the name of Jesus. You hear me shout a big hallelujah. 
a man standing in front of the Red Sea, the only thing God could ever think of is a rod. I could see Moses saying, Lord, we're not talking of sheep here. We're talking of sea. Where are, where are the submarines to carry your people? He said, submarines are already in your hand. Stretch the rod in your hand. Maybe you don't understand. Pharaoh was behind. Water is in front. And the only thing God will say is, go forward. Into the sea. No, into the hand of God. How? Instructions. That formula is not available in any university of marine. That formula is not available in any university of oceanography. Oceanography says you enter, you will hit your head on the stones there. But God said, No, you are coming to my hand. So he stretched the rod, the water spattered into two. It takes foolishness to do the work of God. Am I talking to somebody here? Choir has rehearsed a song. Wednesday, rehearsed a song on Thursday, rehearsed a song on Friday, rehearsed it again on Saturday, perfect Saturday evening, only to get to church on Sunday morning because he put it aside, sing another song. You don't say, No, this is what we practice. You disqualify yourself because you didn't know what happened between Saturday and Sunday. God see the strategies of Satan and he's always giving us instructions to counter his strategy. Come and shout a big hallelujah. What can be as stupid and as foolish as a man by the name of Joshua before the walls of Jericho and the only thing God will say is march around it. March around what? Don't you know the width of the wall of Jericho? The width of the wall of Jericho can take a chariot. Not a horse. Chariot is a combination of many horses. It means you can ride a chariot on the width of the walls of Jericho. And the only thing God will say is shout. Where are the are, uh, what do you call this thing? Dynamite. I don't need it. Bazooka. We don't need it. Alba bulldozer. I don't need it. We should walk around it. That's why you don't call a committee to do the work of God because committee will commit you to failure. Yes. When you are hearing from God, committee was reading newspapers. Can I talk in this place? Where you are fasting and praying, asking God for direction, committee was watching Genevieve. As soon as I mind you, you receive from God, you now come to a committee, what do you guys think? They will give you counsel on Jim Ike. They will tell you, this is not possible, Pastor, this can never be done. Nobody has ever tried it, because that was what Jim Ike said in the movie. But you are coming from the, am I talking to somebody here? God does not follow multitude, they follow his man. Pastor, tell us tomorrow that God said we should do this. All of us are bound to obey. Because while we are sleeping with our wife, it was in the presence of God. It's not a democrat. Democracy, my foot. He dictates what he wants. Hello? I see those guys, professor in the church, lecturers. God, <laughs> Joshua, you mean by just mere walking? This world will collapse. You don't know anything, no. Before your father was born, I went to school. I studied geography. I studied military weapons. We're supposed to be using tabalistic missile to put this under. I'm just to say thank you very much for your suggestion, but God said we should work around it. That's okay. That is an easy one. Let's see whether it's going to work. So they work the first day. God, you go, you go, go. Nothing happened. He said, Didn't I tell you? Oh, God, God said we should do it for six days. Now I know you're confused. Anyway, it's simple. It should be so much. We go march now. After we finish marching, nothing happened. I'm resigning from this ministry. In fact, someone started writing a resignation letter. On the seventh day, Joshua said, God said we should shout seven days. I said, Now I know you are mad. <laughs> what we did for six days, nothing happened. We should not do he said today is the last day now. Just march around and shout. Just 30 minutes, no problem now. do it very, very fast. So yeah, it's time to shout. Let's shout. Let us shout for him so that we can go. They shouted not because they believed, they shouted to prove him wrong. Okay, now let's and suddenly you are a man of God. Come on, shout a big hallelujah. Pastor, give us instructions, just follow. Gio, give us instructions, just follow. Don't query. You are not there when they say God spoke to him. 
you don't analyze what God says. With whom did I take counsel when I laid the foundation of the earth? Job 28. It doesn't take counsel from anybody. It does not owe you any explanation. What can be as stupid and as foolish as a man having so many things as a man having leprosy? And the only thing the man of God or God will say is go and bath. Baban like insult. Can you imagine as beautiful and handsome as you are? You come to church today. After the service, you now approach pastor, sir. You know, there's this sickness on my body. I need your prayer. I said, and he said, go and bath. Ah. <laughs> if your friend invited you, you say, ah, so these are the insults to people in your church. <laughs> they say we should go and bath. Didn't we bath before we come? Go to home. He didn't even see me. He didn't even lay hands. He didn't even cancel. He said, I should go and bath. Ah. I mean, I know they come to this church. They go. A man goes, by the way, not any kind of water. Go and bath in that dirty, stinking river. Those things you read in the Bible, stop, stop condemning those guys. If you are living their days, you will do worse. So when Naaman said, "Ah, what an insult," me, a homie, general, but when I have jacuzzi in my house, Olympic size swimming pool in my compound, he didn't allow me to go there to bath. He said that stinking dirty thing, full of amoeba and spirogera. Boys, shows up. Let's go. He's as soon as I say, oh God, oh God, oh God, relax. Take him easy. He has not asked you to do anything difficult. He said, but why you, why? Just bath. If nothing happens, we go show him. This hand here, I will put travel mark on his face. Wham! Make me bath first, okay? He said, eh. yes. Okay, boys, secure the environment. All of you, turn back. Don't see me now. Turn. Okay, sir, no problem, sir. <laughs> Whether we see you or not, just bath. <laughs> He jump inside the water, leprosy jump out of the body. Foolishness. Tell your neighbor, may, may you be a fool for God. I'll close now. This is just one point on this journey to Jerusalem, riding on the donkey on Palm Sunday, so you can afford to miss the remaining points in second service. Thou shalt go nowhere. Is a command. Come on, say amen. amen. Let me give you this last one, then we pray. What can be as stupid as when Jesus went for wedding ceremony? He didn't go there to preach, he went there to eat. I love him for that. He's not only spiritual, he's also carnal. You take care of this body so that the treasure in it can flow. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. Only for you to get there while enjoying Aku and uh, Oboroko. What's your best food now? Abashake. <laughs> you are the one that ate the president. Abasha, long, long. Is that the food? Abasha. African salad. I'll be coming to this church every Sunday to hear new things. <laughs> okay, Abasha. All right. <laughs> While Jesus was eating Abasha. <laughs> In the Holy Ghost. <laughs> why he finished, they came to the mother. Till tomorrow, I still don't know why those guys will approach the mother of Jesus to ask for wine. Is she a wine tapa? Wine has finished. And she too, I don't know what came on her. When they say wine has finished, eh? <laughs> follow me. Those boys thought she was taking them to the store. Only for them to follow her to Jesus while he was eating Abasha. Have you eaten Abasha today? <laughs> yes, I did. Praise God. It's still fresh. <laughs> As Jesus was sitting in Abasha, Jesus greeted Mama. Mama, oh, I don't know. Can you do? Oh, no. Praise God. This, this is a good Abasha here. He's, he's been sanctified. You better come and join me. As uh, Mary said, that's not what I came for. Wine has finished. And I love what Jesus said. Ah, Mama, you know, concern me. I'm not a pan white tapa. I'm not a sell wine. I beg, I beg. This Abasha must not go. <laughs> You know, and above all, my hour has not yet come. That's another message. 
could it be that the hour of Jesus has already come and he did not know that God have to use Mary to remind him mind you Jesus did not come as God he came as man to live the life you and I supposed to be living I want to preach on Mary for a few seconds when Mary had that she stood her ground not listen to him or whatever he asked you to do you do it where am I going this is where I'm going after Jesus said my hour has come if it were Christians of today they will go back home and say it is not the will of God to drink wine to have that miracle which means come back another time when it is the will of God how many times have you missed your blessings by not persisting in praying look up this is another message on his own God telling you no at times he doesn't mean it let me expose God to you he only wants to find out how serious you are about that request there are four to six examples in the Bible where God said no and when they persisted immediately he changed it to yes stop taking no for an answer Am I talking to somebody here? Stand aside and I'm going to kill all these people. And I will start afresh with you. God talking to Moses. All that Christian will say, it is the will of God. Kill all of them. Start with me. Let's forget Abraham and Isaac. But Moses said, no Lord, don't do that. If you do that, they say you are not able to take them to the promised land. That's right. And God said, okay. I will not kill them. He just said no. Now he's saying, Yes. That's Fenu, uh, the Greek woman, the Phoenician, what do you call it? Aha, woman came and said, Have mercy on my daughter. She's been tormented by the devil. Jesus won't answer. Peter is always talking. Master, 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 she's disturbing us. You know, and Jesus said, It is not good to give the children bread unto these dogs. You come to church, they call you dog. You come back to church again. <laughs> you go to another church. We have not started doing what Jesus did. If we start doing it, some people won't come to church again. Many miracle service. He did it through spitting on people. How about next Sunday we do special poster? Spitting miracle service. <laughs> come for your spit. <laughs> Who is ready to receive the first one today? Anybody here? You see them? Nobody is raising his hand. <laughs> We have not done everything Jesus talking in the Bible. What time is going, John? <laughs> you know? And then the woman said, Haba, even the crumbs are fair. We can partake of that. Ah! Great is your faith, woman. As you have said it, let it be unto you. The person that just said no, not change it to yes. So Mary said, don't listen to him. Whatever he tells you to do, you do. And I like those boys. They refuse to go. They say, oh, God, wait the wine now. Those boys are evil boys. Wait, wait, the wine. People, they wait, 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 you keep the wine now. They didn't know he's the Messiah. You know, going to finish this, Abashaw. Give him the wine now. And he's okay, go and get water. Water. We want wine, not water. We saw water there before we came for wine. My mother said, Whatever I tell you to do, you should do. Yeah. We bring water. It takes a fool to obey that. They brought the water. He didn't even pray on it. It's not every time you do. He's already inside you. Just speak the word. And he look at the water. He said, serve the people. I see those boys. I said, now we know that you do the mad. <laughs> he said, serve the people. Okay. That stupid preacher. <laughs> Sorry, not your husband. <laughs> you know, I'm just demonstrating. He said, we should give you this water. He's wine wanted to give you. He said, we should give you water. And the person, Abbe, please, this thing, don't hook my neck. Please, please give me. Ooh, this is the best. Why are you keeping this? And the boy that says, Are you also mad? <laughs> Praise God. Which means between the hand and the mouth, the miracle took place. Never ever limit God because you don't know where your miracle will manifest. Jump on your feet and shut it. Hallelujah. Turn to your right, turn to your left, tell your neighbor, say, Be a fool for Jesus. No, 
no, no, no. Leave your seat. You to be a preacher this morning. Preach your five days and be a fool for Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Be a fool for Christ. Whatever it tells you to do, you just do it. Stop calculating. Be a fool for Jesus this morning. Hallelujah. You receive that. Give the Lord a mighty hand. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Out of four major points, this is just number one. You can imagine how the remaining theory will look like. That will be in the second Sunday. Today is your day in Jesus' name. What can be as stupid and as foolish as a man that is not to be a professor of mathematics in the most difficult aspect of mathematics and the only thing God will say is put everything aside and preach for God so love the world. That sounds stupid. I could see his colleague saying, if you know you're going to be a preacher, why waste your time in university? You will just be reading Bible from the day you were born now. That's the way of God for you. What can be a stupid and foolish a man who was an architect knew how to draw buildings out of nothing and God said, throw everything away and begin to set the captives free. Bishop David Oedepo. He's still using foolish people to do his kingdom. Business. Be a fool in his head. What makes you to become a fool? Whatever he asks you to do will never be reasonable. How can you tell somebody like me to go to where there are AIDS people and be healing them? I know nothing about AIDS. It's now I'm just reading things about HIV AIDS. If you now hear me talking about AIDS, you will think that I'm the doctor in charge and expert on it. And he's the one telling me, do this, do this. This is my last trip. The things he told me to do came to pass before I left the place. I said, wow. Is this the way you walk? He said, all I just need is your faithfulness. That's all. He's the one doing the work. Church, release yourself for the master. Let him ride on you. As a fool, to bring salvation to the world. To bring peace to the hidden. They are dying there. Don't be deceived with their look. Don't be deceived with their mascaras and foundation. People are suffering. People are in pains. Not just only peculiar to Nigeria, it's all over the world. We're in the last of the last of the last days. Tribulation season is around the corner. And the only hope for this world still remains only Jesus. And the only way we can do it is to dwell, to become a fool for him, to ride on us, to bring salvation to the lost. Lift up your hand and say, Lord, ride on me. Go ahead and pray in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, I'm ready to be a fool for you. Whatever you ask me to do, that sounds stupid. I will follow you, Lord. I will do it. Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead and consecrate yourself unto the Master this morning. Thank you, Jesus. It looks stupid. It looks foolish. But God is the one speaking. You have received many examples this morning. And yet many, many more in the Bible. Go ahead and obey Him. Let's prove the devil wrong. The many-sided wisdom of God is being made manifest in our days. The manifold wisdom of God. The angels are waiting for us to manifest this wisdom according to Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10. This is our time. The honest creature waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. They waited too long. It's time to manifest. They're waiting on you. Stop looking for how to be an expert. Stop looking for how to get the formula. It's not available in any university. It's only available in the presence of Jesus. Let him have his way. Let him have his way. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Master. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' precious name, somebody shout, Amen. Amen. This morning is your first time in this place. You have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Be a fool. By humbling yourself and allow the Master to save your soul. And you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior this morning, wherever you are. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray for you. If there's anybody who has never done that before. He thought you are smart. You are dodging him, hiding. Now the word of God is touching you. And you want to give Jesus a chance in your life. Is anybody like that? Can I see your hand up? Anybody? Anybody? Please come in Jesus' name. Wherever you are, please come. Quick, quick, quick. God bless you. Come in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. No matter how old, young and small, old and young, male and female, Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this soul. We pray, O Lord, be real unto him. Let the garment of sin be removed. Let the blood of Jesus wash away his sins. Let this young boy become another great man of God in his own generation. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for these young ones. In Jesus' precious name, somebody shout a big amen. amen. Somebody was blind. Open your eyes. Pastor, please come so that you can take over. Somebody was blind, and the only thing the man of God, the only thing God told the man of God to do was to spit on the woman. That's stupid. And in the U.S., you do that without the person's permission. You go to jail for that. 
when I was preaching in the U.S., they have to get a special insurance for me. They call it pulpit insurance. In case I lay hands on someone and the person fell down and break his neck, insurance will cover me. I never heard of that before. I experienced that in Texas, Houston, Texas. So it's the same thing. So, but the man of God refused to spit on the woman, thinking of the implication. Maybe he doesn't have that kind of insurance. Those are those days in any case. And God bypassed him and told the blind woman that I've told the man of God to spit on you so that you can see. You refused. There are many testimonies of things you can crave for that create a hunger on the inside of you for the reality of God, not just religion. And the woman said, man of God, why are you torturing me? And the man of God said, I'm not torturing you, I'm praying for you. He said, no, 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 the Lord says you spit on me. I'm tired of living in darkness. I want to see. Forget about uh, being afraid that I'm going to arrest you or whatever. Please spit on me. Let me see. The Lord told you. He said, he just told me now. Ah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Rub it on the eyes. And the eyes opened. If that is for Jesus, do it very well. The way of doing it before is fire, thunder, Holy Ghost, boom, 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 fire, water, here, fire, boom. You will die there. Many of Sobagosis are burnt now. <laughs> and nothing happened. Simple, foolish instruction. May you hear his voice clearly in Jesus' name. I'm not hearing you, but shout to the powerful amen. Come on. Louder. The rest will continue in second service. God bless you. Praise God. Shall we give Jesus a clap offering? Praise the Lord. Awesome. Shall we stretch forth our hands?